Hello and welcome to the Victory Church Daily Podcast. I'm Mitch Horton and you're listening to the Victory Church Daily Podcasts, a short message designed to help people become all that God created them to be and live their life to the fullest. We cover a variety of topics all centered around practical Christian living. We keep this podcast completely free so that it's accessible to everyone. All that we ask is that if you enjoy it, please share it and leave us a review. This helps us get our message out. Thanks for listening. Now let's go get to it. Hello and welcome to the Victory Church Daily Podcast. This is Pastor Mitch Horton, and I am delighted again to be with you today. Um, we're going to have a great day today. I hope you I hope you put your feet on the floor this morning, expecting God to do big things in your life today. That's the way, listen, 2021 is going to be. We get what we expect this year. You know, I, I didn't mean to say, I just, boy, this came on me just now. Listen, uh, God said to Joshua after Moses died uh, in, in Joshua chapter 1, every, soul, every place the sole soul of your feet treads upon, will be yours. And you know what? You and I have choices to make every day. We can choose to have a good day or we can choose to have a lousy day. It's up to you. Choose you this day. So whom you'll serve life or death, blessing or cursing. So, you know, I got up this morning. I made a decision. I don't care what, what I hear or see. I'm expecting God to do big things in my life today. And friends, from here until Jesus comes back, that's the way we need to live life every day. My biggest encouragement to you, turn off the news, turn off the TV, turn off all the media stuff, this bilging things at you that produce doubt, fear, and unbelief, and open up the promises of God, and let's expect God to do great things in us and through us this year. It's going to be a great day. Let me encourage you as we begin today again to subscribe if you haven't yet to the podcast. Again, let me say that we've separated the uh, Victory Church daily podcast from the sermon podcasts on Sundays. So if you haven't done so, go ahead and uh, and subscribe to the Victory Church daily podcast. I think we've got a new picture up there um, uh, on it as well. So anyway, do that. Subscribe, then share it with your friends. I would love to hear from you. Email me at any time, pastor at VictoryChurchRaleigh.com is my email address. Love to hear from you. Y'all listen, this is a year to walk by faith in God's Word, period. We get what we expect. Really, this year, we're going to get what we're looking for. So I'm not going to put my eyes on doubt and unbelief. Me, I'm going to put my eyes on faith in God. I've said this so many times in the past, but um, let me just remind all of us again, listen to this. It sounds strange, but it's true. God is not moved by my need. He's moved by my faith. Let me say it again. God is not moved by your need. He's moved by your faith. 1 John 5, 4, whatever's born of God overcomes the world. The victory that overcomes the world is our faith. God loves us. He sees all of the needs and all almost 8 billion people on this planet. But you know what moves him to action when he sees faith? Faith opens up a conduit between us and God and allows God to minister life to us. Everything we need that pertains to natural life and spiritual life has already been provided by the Lord for us. 
And it's our faith that opens us up to him and all that he has for us uh, and, and allows him to minister and meet our needs. So, you know, God sees all the need, but he's moved by faith. That's the reason Smith Wigglesworth had this saying. I just love it. There's something he said, Smith Wigglesworth said, there's something about believing God that will cause God to pass over a million people just to get to you. I think that is outstanding. So, you know, think of being in a crowd of a million people. If you're believing God, God will pass over every single person to get to you. And friend, if you see yourself that way, a person loved and favored by God because you choose to exercise faith in in Him, you know what? You're going to have an amazing 2021. Notice what Jesus said in Luke 17, 6. Uh, He said, uh, if you had faith, even as a small as a mustard seed, a mustard seed was one of the smallest seeds you could plant in Bible times as a farmer. He said, you could say to this mulberry tree, may you be rooted up and be planted into the sea and it would obey you. A mulberry tree was a formidable tree because a mulberry tree had an extensive root system that went way, 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 way down in the ground. And these mulberry trees would live for hundreds of years. And he said, just a little speck of faith, as big as a little tiny mustard seed, will push that bad boy to the ground. Listen, your faith, I don't know what you're facing or what we may face this year, you know, I look at 2021 with expectation and confidence and excitement because I know anything that comes into my life, God's got a grand way to meet it. God's got a great way to meet needs, and I'm expecting him to do more than I can ask. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to ask and encourage you to as well. Just listen to the verbiage of Jesus about uh, the importance of faith. Mark 9, 23, some parents came to Jesus with a child who um, they were trying to get healed and the disciples were not successful. Jesus said this to those parents, if you can believe, all things are possible. To him who believes. They came to Jesus and said, Lord, if you can do something, please help us. And he just turned it right back on them and said, well, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. So the question I have to ask myself is, am I willing to believe the impossible? Am I willing to believe the promises of God? Am I willing to believe that God will meet my need when when it looks insurmountable? Am 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 I willing to believe that God... It will heal my body when it looks impossible? Am I willing to believe that God will help me overcome the circumstances that are looming in front of me when it looks impossible? If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. And then um, uh, here's, here's a, a, arm, a, a, a military person who had an, an, an ill uh, soldier. Jesus said to him, go your way. He asked for his a soldier to be healed, go your way as you have believed, so let it be done for you. And see, that's the way it is. As I believe, that's what I receive in life. Um, here it is again, Matthew 9, 2. Then, uh, behold, they brought to him a paralytic lying on a bed. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, be of good cheer, your sins are forgiven you. And he said, uh, he, he saw their faith and said to the paralytic. So, you know, I, it makes me think when, when Jesus looks at me, what does he see? Does he see my faith? When, he, when Jesus looks at you, 
Does he see your faith in him to overcome the issue and the situation that stands before you, that looms before you? I mean, that's what he's looking for. Something about believing God caused God to pass over a million people just to get to you. Uh, so here, here's a woman uh, that was healed by Jesus, and it's the woman that had uh, the problem for 12 years in her body. And uh, Jesus noticed that she touched him with faith, and he saw her and said, Be of good cheer, daughter. Your faith has made you well. And the woman was made well from that hour. So again, if her faith can make her well, Jesus can cause my faith to make me well. Again, here's some blind guys, Matthew 9, 29. He touched their eyes saying, according to your faith, let it be to you. So again, there's a lot of credence to that idea that there's, there's something about believing God that causes God to pass over a million people just to get to you. So again, I ask myself that question with every single issue I face in life. Am I expecting God to meet the need? Am I expecting that right now God is doing it? Or am I brooding? Am I worrying? Am I thinking about how it may turn out or may not work out or, or, or what that may do to my life or what it may do to my family, whatever the circumstance may be? What am I thinking about that? See, if I'm worrying about it, it's impossible to be acting in faith and worry. Or it's impossible to be acting in faith and fear at the same time. They're incongruent. It doesn't work. It's oil and water. God wants us to trust him and believe him. So let's talk just real quickly about faith again, just a moment when praying for certain things personally. See, a good way to exercise faith, I often do that with prayer because Jesus said, Mark eleven twenty four. therefore I say to you, Whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you'll have them. So, so faith, a good way to exercise faith is by praying the prayer of faith where you believe the moment that you pray that God has answered the prayer. And when praying for these kind, whatever it is personally, it's important to remember that faith is always past tense or present tense. Listen, faith is never future tense. So to, if we're going to cooperate with God and be one of those uh, one person that God passes over a million to get to, this is a key component of faith. Faith never looks to the future. Faith believes right now that it receives the answer to the prayer. So faith is either past or present, but never future. If I'm looking to the future, to receive from the Lord, I'm in hope. Hope is a great dreamer. Hope is a great vision. But hope doesn't translate into, into manifestation of whatever God's promised you. you got, we got to take our faith, our hope, take it from the future and bring our hope to the present by exercising faith. So I may hope for finances, I may hope for a circumstance to change. I may hope for healing uh, for my body. I may hope for an answered prayer. But see, I've got to take that hope, which is looking that, to a point somewhere in the future and saying somewhere in the future, my need will be met. My faith grabs that, that hope and says, nope, I'm not believing that in the future. I'm expecting right now that God has done or is doing 
what I asked him to do. That's again the reason Jesus said, Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore I say, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have. Or literally, the Greek rendering is, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive and you will have. The them is, is, is added by the uh, translators for, uh, just for clarity. But literally, it says, whatever you ask when you pray, believe you receive, and you will have. So, so the believing the re- you receive, see, that's our responsibility. What's my responsibility when I'm standing in faith? Is to, is to pray and then believe that God has already done and is doing what he promised me. I take my hope that God will answer the prayer, and I bring that hope to the present with my faith. Again, if I'm looking, if I'm talking and saying, well, I'm believing God is going to, I am not in faith. If you're saying that and you've prayed, you're not in faith. You're in, you're in hope. And hope doesn't receive, but faith does. Hope is a dreamer. Hope is a vision. Hope is something you want. It's good to have hope, but hope itself doesn't receive from God. It's, it's, it's hope combined with faith. And when you, when you join your hope with faith, faith takes hope, grabs it from the future, pulls it to the present and says, Father, right now I believe that I receive what I ask you for. And he said, if we believe we receive, you will have. That is, the manifestation will come. But you got to believe you got it before you get it. See, the, the tense of faith is the present or past Never future tense. And I love the King James or New King James version of Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Now faith is. Not sometime in the future. If I'm looking for it in the future, I'm not going to receive it right now. So we can't receive by faith in the present by talking or thinking in the future tense. That's really important. So, you know, let me just give you a couple of examples as we, uh, as we wrap this up today. I, you know, I'm thinking back 32, a little over 32 years ago, I started a church in, uh, in, in, uh, in a small town in South Carolina. And uh, boy, you know, so I started it in my living room and, and I understood the principles of faith. But you know, if you want to really see how much faith you got, you go out and do something yourself without somebody else helping you. You'll find out real quickly We'll, you'll find out real quickly where you are and what, what kind of faith you have. I'm telling you, it's, it's just really something. So anyway, here I was. I was uh, uh, this time I was uh, actually 30 years old. I was, uh, you turned 30 that year. And uh, so I started a church in my living room in that small town in South Carolina. And, and we outgrew my, build, my living room fairly quickly. And I saw very rapidly that I needed a, a building uh, to house more people, and we needed a place for children's ministry. We were having children's ministry in a back bedroom, or if it was clear and warm and good uh, good uh, weather, we'd have it outside. And I started looking for a building, and boy, I mean, uh, <laughs> there was just not much available in that small town. But I asked the Lord specifically, be as specific in prayer as you possibly can. That's how you receive answers. And I told the, uh, the Lord exactly what kind of building I needed. I needed enough room. I needed a lobby. I needed, I needed a place that had an auditorium where, I could, where people could meet. I, I needed a place where I could have an office and children's ministry and such. And and I started looking, and boy, I, real quickly, I found nothing. But you know what? I began to believe I receive. And, and I just began to thank God 
I just began to thank God for the building and, and uh, you know, I'd look around, look around. In fact, I hired a realtor to help, look, help me look around. Uh, the apex of this came when uh, really there was not much available that you would even want to rent. And she took me on this long, this little road away from the uh, main street of the city I was living in. And she took me to this little building. When, and, and, you know, honestly, it looked like a barn on the outside. I thought, oh, you got to be joking. No way you can have a church in that. Well, you know. I go went inside. When I went inside, y'all, I'm six foot three inches tall. I'm a tall guy. I mean, the ceilings in this place, they they had to be no more than six, a little over six feet. And I had to actually duck my head to go in the building and walk around. And I was thinking, you expect me to have church and that ain't going to happen. That's not what I prayed for. So I began to believe God and I left that place aggravated that the realtor would take me into a place like that. But then, you know, just absolutely knowing that God had a building. And so I began to worship and thank God. And that's what you do when you're in faith. You worship and you thank God after you've prayed for whatever it is. And you expect that you have the manifestation right now. So I would get up every day and I'd say, Lord, thank you. Thank you for my building. Thank you for my building. Day after day, I did that, and all day it looked like I didn't have one. But see, but just see, uh, whatever you ask for when you pray, believe you receive. That is, grab it right now, pull the future into the present, and you will have. And I just knew one day I'd get up and, I, and that manifestation would be there. See, faith is a confident expectation that God has already answered the prayer that you've asked for. And you know what? One day a, a doctor came to me called me and said, I hear you're looking for a building. I said, that's correct. He owned an old belt building in that downtown area of that city I started the church in. And I met with that doctor in his office, and he rented me that building for next to nothing. I was blown away, a 10,000-square-foot building. I mean, and, you know, then, then I, you know, in juxtaposition to the little, the little tiny barn-looking place that that realtor took me to, I thought, look how good you are, God. Y'all, I've had things like that happen to me over and over and over again. I was believing God at that same time to, to uh, provide the money to pay my bills. I had moved from Oklahoma to South Carolina, started the church. Um, we had two children, and Susan was pregnant with our third child, Jessica, and actually had Jessica three, th- Jessica three months after we moved. And um, so, boy, I mean, you know, I had these kids, I got all this to do, I needed finances, and and, uh, you know, I, I spent all of my savings just getting the church going, renting the building, doing stuff we needed to do. And, and, and here, one day I had a big stack of bills and, uh, and very little money. And, uh, and you know what? I asked God to meet that need. Y'all, I, I went to my mailbox one day, and a person that's never given to me before nor since, <laughs> they put in, they put in, they, 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 uh, they, they put a check in my mailbox, mailed a check to me free for more than what I needed to meet my bills. And, you know, I've had that happen so many times in my life because I believed I received and I worshiped God like I had received and God came through. I don't know what you're facing today, but my encouragement is take God to task with your faith. Something about believing God that will cause God to pass over a million people just to get to you. Go before God humbly. Go before him purposefully. Tell him what you need. And then do what Jesus said. Ask him for it, whatever you ask when you pray. Believe you receive, and you'll have. And if you'll worship God and act as much as you can and talk just as though you have it, 
And you know what? One day you'll have the experiences that I've had thousands of times in my life, whether it's physical, whether it's for physical healing, for a financial need being met, or some circumstantial issue, you'll find over and over again that God will go out of his way to meet your needs. There's just something about believing God that will cause God to pass over a million people today just to get to you. You go in faith today. Have a great day, and we'll talk about this again next time. God bless you. Thanks for listening to the Victory Church Daily Podcast. I hope that you were able to get something out of the message today. Be sure to tune in daily Monday through Friday for more messages like this one. You'll also find our church sermons posted here from Sundays and Wednesdays. Let me also encourage you to get involved in a local church. The Bible consistently stresses the importance of getting plugged in with a group of like-minded believers. If you're local to Raleigh, you can check out our church services here at Victory Church on Sundays at 9 and 11 a.m. or Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Lastly, you want to reach out with some questions, concerns, prayer requests, or comments, you can email me at pastor at victorychurchraleigh.com. Before you leave, please make sure that you subscribe and go leave us a review. Each review goes a long way in helping us reach a wider audience. Thanks for listening. Now go out there and be all that God created you to be.